Transition by Panta Calhoun. Let's be together in Transition episode 13. Please subscribe to Panta Calhoun Transition channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Many women who are trying to conceive have undergone some form of trauma, whether it's the physical imbalance like PCOS and endometriosis, emotional trauma or sexual trauma. Most importantly, we need to address the trauma of miscarriages, DNCs and stillbirth. Rainbow babies are so much more common than we realize in our society. So many women feel ashamed and don't know how to grieve around this trauma. Most of all, as the pain and grief from an energetic perspective can stay in the womb until it's healed. Dr. Don Garrison is going to talk about healing the womb. Doctor of acupuncture and oriental medicine, specializing in women's health, stress, anxiety, and chronic pain. She holds an active acupuncture license in both South Carolina and California and is a board-certified diplomat of oriental medicine and herbal medicine. Okay, welcome. Welcome, Don. I'm so happy to have you in this podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. All right. uh, Tell me about you first. How did you end up uh, this field and (laughs) what what are you going to talk about for us? Okay. Um, So I actually was a theater arts major um, in college. And uh, like a lot of people, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I got out of college. And my dad actually offered me... um, some massage therapy to put me through massage therapy school. And that's actually how I found acupuncture. Um, I had this amazing teacher who taught me Twina, which is a form of Chinese medicine massage. And I just fell in love with the philosophy of Chinese medicine, um, the acupressure points. And I decided without ever having gone to a acupuncturist to become an acupuncturist myself. So the first time I ever got acupuncture was when I went to the school that I was going to go to <laughs> for my interview. Good. So, and, and I haven't really looked back since. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I love your uh, Instagram video. Thank you. Points and uh, I always follow this. Thank you. I really, I'm really interested in acupuncture and these points, meridians, and because the acupuncture actually helped my life for fertility. So that's why I always uh, encourage people to use this medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's medicine. It's, uh, maybe it's just complementary uh, assistance to their health. And yeah, it's it's a funny it's funny trying to find the right terminology. I feel like it's changed a lot. Um, but acupuncture actually is considered evidence based medicine because there's been a lot of research over the past thirty years mm-hmm. um, with the validity of how it works in the body and um, doing research and MRIs and and CT scans and um, just watching how the body responds, which has been really cool. So I, I really like that piece about it. Good. Uh, During this tough time, everybody is struggling to go out. Mm -hmm. I'm personally 
very scared <laughs> sometimes going out and I'm very careful to be secure uh, but especially for women who, who are going to have their baby and try to conceive what sort of uh, recommendation you have for them and what what is your point about this COVID-19 how can you help them so I think the biggest thing is stress reduction um, I in general stress is a huge factor um, specifically with fertility because there's so much pressure we put so much pressure on ourselves as women um, especially when it comes to conceiving. If there were miscarriages, we feel shame, we feel stressed. Uh, so the biggest thing that I've been telling either my patients or people that have been contacting me, um, you know, via Instagram or just trying to find more information out about how to heal themselves is to find and create some sort of um, mindful practice. So whether it's meditation, whether it is doing Qigong, whether it is doing Tai Chi, um, taking piano lessons in home, um, doing something that feeds your soul and helps you reduce your stress. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, that's a good idea. Actually, that's what I'm doing these days. I'm writing, writing, and doing interviews. That I, it yes. feels good. Yeah, and it makes you feel better, right? It makes you feel more productive and it makes you feel more centered. And exactly. when our stress is lo lower, then we don't have as many complicating factors, especially when you're trying to conceive. Good. What about the womb health? How can I increase my womb health? So Chinese medicine has definitely a different viewpoint on the womb. Um, one of the cool things we call it, so I don't know if you've heard of this term before, but we call it the baby palace, which I love. I love that terminology of the baby palace. And one of the things that, so in Chinese medicine, we have the 12 main channels, right? That go from the head to the feet, out to the arms. And along those are where the acupressure points are. We also have what are called the eight extraordinary channels. And these are the channels that separate within vitro. So they, they work in a different way, but they don't have their own specific set of acupressure points. And then women um, have a particular channel called the Bai Mai. And this is the one that I wanted to talk about, which it connects your heart to your womb, like um, which I think is such a beautiful thing to think about, especially when you are conceiving. Um, if you've ever carried a child, um, there is this heart connection that happens. And so when... I think it's really important to recognize that aspect of it, especially when you're thinking about um, the health and fertility of your womb. I think the first thing you feel bound to your baby is heart. Yes. That's a really interesting subject. I love that. Like womb, heart to womb. That's nice. Yes. And um, I think that that's something that's really important to talk about, too, um, in regards to physical trauma. So what can happen is that when we have a trauma to the womb, whether it be a miscarriage um, or a stillbirth or whether there was a sexual abuse or um, having a DNC or something along those lines, what can happen is that we disconnect from our womb to protect our hearts. And so one of the ways that we can help create that connection, especially when you're wanting to conceive, is 
one being mindful of that um, and you know working through and and forgiving you know yourself the situation to be able to help um, be able to help heal that channel within you um, I think that that's something that's really important and that we don't really talk a lot about as a society that you know there are these things that happen to us especially as being female and like I said before, there's a lot of shame or guilt or regret that goes along with that. And um, in that it's an important thing to look at and to recognize that, you know, it's not your fault, that it's okay, that these things happen, and that, um, you know, taking the necessary steps to heal that aspect of you. So then when you are able to, your, your heart feels safe enough to connect with your womb again. Wow, what a such a beautiful point. I love that. <laughs> like you're right, because the the worst thing is everybody just focus on reproductive functions. Right. But I know there are lots of meridian points that you have to take care of. One of them is heart and mm -hmm. uh, other meridian functions that you know better than me. What what exercise can you give us? to take care of our heart? Uh, so there's a lot of different ones. One that you can do um, that's just a really simple one is to imagine that line, right? So if you're wanting to feel like you're connecting back to your womb from your heart, is just to take a moment and do a very simple meditation. What I like to tell my patients is imagining connecting, you know, feeling your heart, feeling your womb, putting your hand on your heart, your hand on your womb, and taking some deep breaths. And just imagine that line going back and forth between the two. And imagine it connecting back up again. And, you know, you can use the color white if you like to have that as a meditation. Sometimes people like to think about colors or feelings or sensations. But whatever that is, taking those deep breaths and just um, really allowing them to sync up back together. I found that to be really helpful for, for a lot of people. And there may be emotions that come up with that. And if there's our emotions, that's wonderful because then you can have a chance to release them and release them from your body and be able to, um, to, to be able to feel more connected um, with that aspect of yourself. That's perfect. So I have a question about these points. Always, uh, I'm always surprised. How come? Uh, you're healing some points, um, like let's say reproductive function, and you're uh, pointing to hands. Right. <laughs> what does it happen? Why hand or why feet and why do you, yeah. Yeah, so that's a great question. I get that question all the time. Yeah. Um, it, so in Chinese medicine, we have the channels that run from the head to the feet down. And what happens is that these, these channels are like riverways is what I always tell people. They're like, a, and the riverways can get blocked and they can get blocked due to lots of different things. Sometimes physical trauma, you know, if you break your ankle or something, um, you have a car crash, something along those lines, or um, you can have physical trauma um, from like lifestyle, whether you're not eating well, you don't sleep enough, working too much, think that will help to create a blockage. So the way to help open up that blockage and create the river proper river flow again is by opening the top and the bottom of the channel.
You can also go directly to that area and help to break up the um, beaver dam as well. So that's why sometimes we use hands on uh, points on the hands and points on the feet or points on the head when we are helping the womb. Um, the other way that we look at the body is it's considered a holistic medicine, right? That's what the cool thing about acupuncture and Chinese medicine is, is that I'm not going to treat you the same way I would treat somebody else that came in with the same exact Western diagnosis because you two are very different people. So I, when I have a new patient, I will ask them questions. I look at their tongue, I'll feel their pulse and I'll get a sense of what's going on for them. And so I will give them a very specific set of acupressure points or acupuncture points um, and sometimes homework of acupressure points to be able to help their body heal. Good. So that's, that's the way that it works. Um, I love to see some of these aku acupuncture points can you show us or can you give us some practice sure yeah so that's a that's a great um way i'm trying to think of um it, hands and feet um for fertility a lot of the times what i'll have people do are points on the belly so let me see if i can show you those and they have quite a bit of ones but let's see so <laughs> <laughs> slightly awkward um so you find your belly button mm -hmm. and you want to have four fingers down from your belly and there's an acupressure point right here. Pretty much this particular line, the center line of your body is called the Ren um, acupressure point or excuse me, acupuncture line and channel. It's also called the conception channel. So this is the energy that we use a lot of times to help bring more um, chi from a Chinese medicine perspective or blood circulation from Western perspective to the womb. And that's what helps. So there's a lot of points along the abdomen. Um, you can do self-abdomen massages as well. That can be really helpful. But anything to help increase that um, blood circulation. In Chinese medicine, we love heat. We are not fans of ice. So one of the other tips that I have for patients, which may seem a little strange, um, but is when you are trying to conceive, making sure that you keep your womb warm. And one of the ways that you can do that is actually carrying around a little pillow. So whenever you sit down on a cold bench on a metal chair, you actually have a cushion there to help prevent. If you've ever sat on a very cold bench or a very cold chair, you know that you get cold, right? Yeah. You have that sensation of feeling all that cold um, kind of come up into your you know, into your bottom, into your area. And so having a cushion that you can have to help prevent that cold from coming up can be really effective. Wow. <laughs> I never it's thing that we think about a lot. Um, but that's, that's sort of the philosophy of, of the way that the medicine works. Good. I've heard that uh, you should have your socks all the time, right? Probably not, yeah. in, not in the summer, but because <laughs> I'm living in Toronto. You are in California right now? Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. So there, I think you mostly is warm, right? Yes. Yes. So you don't have this problem, but we are here. Even, you can't believe it, even in June is not really, really warm. We have cold weather. Okay. Some days are so cold. 
And it, I think it makes perfect sense. And if you think about it, when it's cold, um, your blood does not move in the same way throughout your body. And so that's sort of the same logic is that you want to keep and create heat. One of the other tools that we utilize a lot, and you probably had this when you were going through acupuncture um, sessions, is moxa. Do you remember this, the smoking, the burning smoke? Uh-huh. So, so I, they're sort of like a large, they look like kind of a large cigar, but they are ways that you can help increase um, stimulation to the different acupressure points and acupuncture points um, in the uterus. And we utilize moxa quite a bit. Um, it's actually pretty interesting. There's, there's been a lot of studies with moxa and there's one particular point on the leg that they've done studies to show that when stimulated specifically with moxibustion, it helps to increase the white blood cell count in the body, which is really interesting. Wow. So um, that heat can create and help to create that circulation within the womb as well. So we use that a lot. That's one of probably one of the more um, common usages for moxa is when you are um, helping a patient with conception. That's nice. All right, another question uh, just popped in my mind. Uh, for women over 40, mm -hmm. uh, do you recommend IVF or uh, natural pregnancy? Um, I think it really depends. It, I think it depends on a lot of factors. What I try to encourage people is that if they're wanting to do IVF, we're happy to help with IVF. Um, one thing that people don't think of is that you either have to do the natural birth or you have to do and go IVF route. And the neat thing is nowadays, a lot of acupuncturists work with um, reproductive endocrinologists. And so either they're in the clinic themselves or the, um, the doctor will have a list of acupuncturists that they will send their patients to. IVF is, can be very effective with acupuncture. And one of the reasons why is because if you start about three months prior, you allow your eggs to fully mature. Um, the egg health and egg quality, it takes 100 days for your eggs to fully mature. And so if you're starting three months prior, that means that you're increasing your blood flow to your ovaries, you're um, helping your body and your uh, cycle regulate, which then also in turn makes it easier for the doctor to understand exactly when you're going to be ovulating. Um, and it also helps to create a healthy endometrial lining. So that is the ideal. Um, when I have somebody come that wants to do both IVF and acupuncture, I ask them if they can hold off for just a couple months because if we can prep the body, the chances of um, IVF success greatly increases. Nice. So. Yeah, because I have the experience of IVF and uh, I've done acupuncture with IVF, mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't work for me anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, so, and sometimes it's because um, you know, our bodies still need to heal. And that's what's so cool about acupuncture is that it can help heal those underlying issues, not just help to increase the blood flow, but why you're having, um, you know, more health challenges. And once you're able to bring those into balance, that's when fertility is, um, is much more viable in the body. Because when you are especially when you are over 40, mm -hmm. you don't have time. 
So you want to rush, 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 and you don't uh, give any opportunity to your body to get healthier and to heal and recover. And yes. you go to IVF straight away. Yes. Without even considering your underlying issues. And I think that that's caused lots of problems. It's really important. If you think about it, it's like a garden, right? I mean, so you want to till the soil. You want to create a proper soil balance so then when you plant the seeds, they're going to grow and sprout healthy vegetables and flowers. And it's the same concept with acupuncture is that you want to help prepare your body for fertility. And it's not just, you know, most people think um, short term with it that, oh, I just want to get pregnant. But then you forget that it's not just getting pregnant, it is then carrying the baby for the nine months. And then after the nine months, if you're wanting to breastfeed, that is another, you know, potentially year of giving, you know, essence of yourself to your child. And then after that, you know, being able to have the energy to take care of the child. So it is, it's, you know, it's not just a quick, like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm pregnant now. It is once you choose and once you go on that path, it is a lifelong path. And so if you can prepare your body before you start that, you're going to be so much more successful because you're not going to be so tired all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dawn, for having us. And uh, oh, thank you. I wonder if you have any link or any website. Yeah. Give my audience. Um, yes, so I have some different platforms. You can go to Carolina Family Acupuncture if you'd like to book a uh, treatment with me. If you're wanting just more information, I do have a YouTube channel called AccuDawn. Um, uh, Dr. Don AccuDoc. And then I'm also on TikTok under Calif uh, Carolina Family Accu. Currently, um, my TikTok is where I have all of my different acupressure videos. So if you are on TikTok, please follow me. So that, that, that's where all the gold is right now on that platform. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, suggest everybody go to TikTok and look at those. <laughs> <laughs> that she always used. I've been getting a lot of questions specifically for um, conceiving because most people, and I recognize this is why you have this um, wonderful podcast, but so many people are not going out and they're wanting to conceive. And so they're, they're trying to do research and figure out how they can do it naturally from the comfort of their own home and not have to go out during this pandemic. So yeah, it's been thank really you interesting. So much. Thank you for your help and your suggestion. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah, me too. Bye. Bye.